You know, industry experts say, surprise, companies are still not doing enough to protect your data. The Identity Theft Resource Center counted nearly 1,500 breaches of U.S. private and government organizations in 2019. Now, that's up 17% from their tally the year before. Researchers estimate about 165 million sensitive records were exposed. Credit card fraud remains the most common type of identity theft in the U.S., accounting for over 40% of all identity theft reports. Scammers are getting more sophisticated. So today we're going to look at ways you can protect your identity and your money. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. I hope you never have to deal with fraud or identity theft, but chances are you will. There were 4.8 million identity theft and fraud reports received by the FTC in 2020. That's an increase of 45% from 2019. The ascent from Motley Fool reported that credit card fraud was the most common type of identity theft last year. Over 270,000 reports. Another unfund stat, identity theft doubled from 2017 to 2019. Finally, in 2019, almost 165 million records containing personal data were exposed through data breaches. The point? Cyber crimes aren't going away anytime soon. In fact, last year, I got hit twice. The first one, I received a call from Coastal about suspicious activity on my card. Thankfully, that was quickly resolved. The second time, however, I discovered it when I was doing my monthly review. I saw a hundred and forty something dollar charge from California. I called the credit card company and explained that it wasn't me. It took a month of back and forth conversations and mail, but I got it cleared. It was a headache. One I hope you avoid, which is why I'm so glad Joe Mecca from Coastal is back on the show. In this episode, we're getting into practical ways you can protect your finances, whether you're offline or online, some features and apps that can help you keep your money and identity secure, and what you need to do if you are a victim of identity theft and your card is compromised. We got a lot to cover, so let's get started. I'm thrilled to have you. But this topic about fraud protection is never a happy subject to talk about. But sadly, we've been having to deal with this. So I love having you over to share your expertise. I I almost hate having the expertise. (laughs) But yeah, it's an important topic. And unfortunately for a lot of people, it's usually not one that you're ready to talk about when you have to talk about it. Fraud is reality, though. It happens. Yeah. Even with traditional banking, fraud was an issue. Scams, of course. Now, especially with the past year, most of us are moving to digital banking for everything. They've gotten more sophisticated and you just have to be on top of everything. Last year, we had to deal with it twice and it was just 
in one case with a credit card from a, a different bank, it was a headache. Thankfully, Coastal actually notified me and I found out about that. <laughs> but it's something that we deal with even if we have the strong passwords, even if we're taking the precautions and making sure we're not having the same like usernames and passwords through different accounts. Right. Right. I actually, I, had, I think I had my own situation since the last time we talked about the subject where mm. um, I used my, my debit card. It was a ATM at a diner. And a couple oh, months wow. later, I started getting attempts. So I had the card turned off, but I started getting attempts. Somebody was trying mm. to use my card out, and, you know, out West somewhere and had, had the team look into that. And they confirmed that it was in fact, you know, somebody had duplicated my card. So you never know when it's going to happen. Yeah. The best we can do is be vigilant and, and know what to look for and know how to protect ourselves and then what to do if something happens. I think that's probably the most important thing is, is if you can recognize it and, and catch it early enough, there's things that you can do to protect yourself to, you know, one, stop the damage mm-hmm. from occurring and two, work to reverse all the effects of it. That is the nice thing, especially if we're talking about card fraud, mm-hmm. is just, you're not liable. If you catch it early you report it and you're not the one who's liable for that so you can get made whole but you need to do some things to make sure you're on the lookout for it yeah i know the first step is always staying on top i recommend having monthly money dates where you sit down and kind of plan and talk about what you want to do for the next month and look back at the last month but for us we also do these really quick on fridays just seems to be the best time for us Just log into the accounts, make sure everything's gone through the bills for the week or whatever you need to take care of. That's actually how I caught on the credit card. I was reviewing things and I saw that there was this charge for groceries of all things on the other side of the country. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) That's not me. Yeah. And a lot of times that is the big red flag. It's a (laughs) transaction that's happening in a completely different geographic area. You touched on the first thing. What can you do to protect yourself? And that's be vigilant. Know where you use your card. Be aware of the places that you typically spend. Be in constant communication if you're sharing Mm -hmm. accounts or sharing cards. And then monitor those accounts regularly. So you log in online banking. You can, you know, if you have the mobile banking app, you can check your Mm -hmm. accounts that way. I love setting up transaction alerts. Yeah. We've got alerts. They make fun of me at work because I set up all the alerts that we have. (laughs) And for me, it's more about seeing what the experience is, but a little bit of it's being extra paranoid. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll do every time I do a transaction, I might get three alerts through each system we have. But Mm -hmm. if you can set up transactions, you can set them up by dollar amount or type of transactions. Mm -hmm. I encourage people to always do that. So that way something pops up on your phone and says, your card was just swiped at CVS and you haven't been to CVS. Well, that's something to look into, but it even goes as far as like how you use your card. You mentioned having Mm -hmm. strong passwords and having Mm -hmm. multi-factor for your online logins, and that'll protect you for doing your online transactions and hopefully Mm -hmm. people keep people from accessing your account. But still the biggest source of fraud is people stealing your card information Mm -hmm. at the register or at the ATM. So I always prefer Mm -hmm. to do, if I can, do a chip transaction instead of a Stripe transaction because those are encrypted. Those are going to be a lot harder to steal and replicate because what they're doing Mm -hmm. is they're going to take the information from the card and they're going to make a duplicate card. 
Mm. Somebody wants to either for your online use with your card information, your credentials, or to actually create a fake version of your card, a piece of plastic that they can go and use at a store. So I always prefer, if I can, to do a chip transaction. Now, Coastal's one of them, but a lot of a lot of other institutions are rolling out contactless, which you don't have to insert your card. You don't have to swipe your card. It's doing it's doing a little you know radio signal back and forth to the card. But those are encrypted. Yeah. Those are going to be generate a unique code, and it's going to be for that transaction for that time point in time. So it's again, it's mm-hmm. going to be much harder for somebody to replicate your card because the information they have isn't tied to your card. It's tied to that transaction. Same thing too, if you've got mobile payment options, I like to use Apple Pay, that's creating a encrypted token. So Mm -hmm. you're not actually passing your card information because really in order for somebody to do, like you've gone and purchased stuff online, right? Yeah. And to do that, you put in your name, your card number, your expiration date and the code on the back. Yep. Well, if some somebody can skim the information from you using your card at a compromised terminal somewhere, they're going to be able to get that information, and that's all they need to do a yeah. transaction. I always like to you know be on the lookout for you know limiting as many opportunities as you can for you to do a transaction that way, which would reduce mm-hmm. the number of times that somebody could possibly steal your card information. And then the same thing with using your phone. Yeah, everybody's got online logins tied to their phone now, and you can do mm-hmm. online banking or mobile banking from your phone. You may have you may have your cards stored on your phone, mm-hmm. passwords stored on your phone. So, whenever possible, make sure you're using a password on your phone. Use biometric yeah. logins. That would be your touch ID or your facial recognition, mm-hmm. because it, more and more access to your phone is access to your financial records. Uh, yeah, You want to be able to help prevent that from happening and, and really keep your information secure. And then just be on the lookout for the types of places you're using. Like I had mentioned, I got compromised mm-hmm. using an ATM at a diner mm-hmm. and I knew it. I knew it going, I knew it going to withdraw the cash. Like this is the kind of place I don't want to use my guard. And sure enough, that's what happened. So Go with your gut. If it mm-hmm. feels sketchy, if you're using a gas pump that's kind of out of view or an ATM that's out of view, maybe go down the road a little bit and look for something that's a little bit better situated because uh, yeah, if, it, if it doesn't feel right, there's a good chance that it feels right to the person who's trying to steal from you. Yeah, definitely. They've gotten more sophisticated, which means we have to step up our game and you have a lot of great points. And I do kind of want to rehash and, and make this clear because I had been guilty of this in the past, which is like having different passwords for your accounts, especially with your financial institutions. I know it's so hard to track all the passwords now because everything is online. For me, password manager, I like because it will generate a secure password. You can put like the the rules that you want to have, the upper, lowercase symbols, all that you can have these unique passwords because if they get access to one, they're going to try to get access to different accounts once they have that information. So those are really good tips, Joe. I appreciate it. If a website gets compromised and people's mm-hmm. passwords get stolen, what they'll do is they'll just create a big long list. There'll be millions of logins and passwords, and then they'll go to every site they can find and try those mm-hmm. credentials. They get in because people use the same passwords and usernames. So mix it up. Same as you. I like to use a password Mm -hmm. manager. I don't know my passwords. The most important (laughs) passwords to me, I don't know. (laughs) 
it's sad because we got you've gotten to the point where creating so many passwords between work, personal, and then with the kids remote learning, then they have their own accounts. And you're just like the temptation to go with easy to remember right. passwords is there, but it's just better, less of a headache, being more proactive with the passwords and protecting yourself. So I want to switch just a little bit. Let's say, unfortunately, someone's done their best, but they got hit with their cards and they found out while they were checking transactions for the week, something unauthorized happened. Do you mind kind of giving like a high level view of the steps they need to take? You mentioned if they do it quick enough, they won't be liable. Right. So that's true with, with credit cards, debit cards. We tell people anything with a Visa logo on it. Coastal's a, a Visa shop. We issue Visa mm-hmm. plastic, but I know the rules are similar for MasterCard and other issuers. The consumer is not liable for fraud if it's mm-hmm. shown to be fraud. In most cases, it's going to be the institution that eats the cost and, and does what they need to do to make you whole. But you're, you're going to want to notify your provider. It could be your credit union, your bank, your your just credit card issuer. You want to make sure you notify them, let them know that your card's been compromised. They'll typically issue a new one right away. They're going to um, typically block your existing card right away so it can't be used anymore. Identify which transactions you you believe are fraudulent and the time period as well, because they're going to want to be on the lookout for maybe a new transaction comes in. Especially when things get run as credit cards, there's always a lag time. And it could be a few days before another transaction comes in before you can see it. So you want to notify them, not just the transactions, but the time period that is in question. You may have to file a police report. Yeah, I think the last time we talked, you had a stolen purse. So it was more than just just notifying your your car to assure, but you may want to file a police report as well. And then continue to watch for fraudulent charges. And you can always add additional fraudulent charges onto whatever claim you made back with your financial institution. If it's only one financial institution, that's easy. If you've had multiple cards stolen, then you may have to call multiple people and work it from that that angle. The sooner you can identify the transactions, the sooner you can identify the time period, then your card issuer is going to be able to stop new fraud from happening, get mm-hmm. you a new card, and then work to make you whole on, on what you've lost on those other transactions. I know when... I went to Denver and my, my purse was stolen. I was more frustrated because... Like you mentioned, your phone has access to so many different accounts. Thankfully, I was able to basically turn it into a paperweight remotely. Yeah, it was easy to call and immediately get those things canceled. I know part of it was also financial institutions are getting smart about this, some a little faster than others. Personally, I've seen Coastal be real responsive. Like I mentioned, last year when I had those two incidents, two different cards, Coastal is the one that called me with the card and it was another out-of-state charge. It was a gas. I think it was Midwest this time. Got the call for that and they instantly responded. I know there's other options out there. There's other things that you can do and Coastal has been doing to protect your finances and give you some peace of mind. Do you mind going over some new developments? So my favorite thing and there is a new development with it too. I know I've talked about it in the past is, is yeah. the CardNav app, mm-hmm. which is a, a second app. It's not our core uh, mobile banking app. It's a second app that is really designed to be a card control app. 
We recently launched a new version of the app. The old one was, you know, it wasn't branded. It was made by our, our card provider. We've worked with them to create a coastal version of that app. Coastal branded, which is really nice. Makes it really easy to organize your cards because it's got the actual card art in there. It's got the more accurate card names. The old way was you see the last four digits and you have to kind of remember which four digit card was which. Now you can actually see which card you're talking about and scroll through your cards a little bit easier. The nice thing about the CardNav app too is we've also now added credit cards to the app. Used to just be nice. debit cards. Now it's credit and debit. The great thing about CardNav is it allows you to control your cards. Mm-hmm. You can turn them on. You can turn them off. You can set limits on the geographic location of where your card can be used. You can actually set the proximity. So you can say, don't let my card be used if it's not near mm-hmm. my phone. So if your card and your phone aren't in the same place, it'll, it'll not allow mm-hmm. that transaction. You can set dollar amount limits. You can limit the types of transactions. So right. my credit card, I always, and I have to remember this on my credit card because there sometimes you get recurring stuff. So I'll mm-hmm. shut off everything except for recurring payments. Okay. So I know the recurring payments will go through, but nobody else can use my credit card for anything else um, until I turn it back on. You could set you can set dollar thresholds. So even if you wanted to like protect yourself from yourself, because some of us need to do that. Some of us need to do that. But we need help with say, those habits until we get them in place. Yeah, you know, I only want this card to be used for five hundred dollars per month. Mm-hmm. You could set that, and it'll cut you off. You know, mm-hmm. if you're over that limit or over that limit per day or even per transaction, like say I only use this card to buy lunch, so. If it's more than 15 or $20, don't allow the transaction. Well, then yeah, it might not allow the transa- transaction. And the flip side of that too is there's alerts. Yeah. So you can get alerted for everything. So even if you don't want to limit or block transactions from happening, which is a great way to prevent fraud is to turn the card off and not allow the transaction. But if you want to just monitor your card and leave mm-hmm. it on, um, you can really customize the types of alerts you get. So you can get a little text alert or a little... It's actually a push notification pop up right on your phone that'll say, Mm -hmm. you know, your card's been used here. Here's how much your card was declined and here's why. And, you know, and for me, it's, I forgot to turn the card back on or I had limited a category and then did a transaction that fit into that category that I didn't realize it would be like, you know, it was online purchase and I thought it was something else. So yeah, for me, it's just remembering to turn the card, the cards back on or, or off, but it's really nice. Cause you'll get, you, you get a lot of insight into, into how your cards work and where they're being used. It's great. Like I said, if you're, mm-hmm. you've got family members who are, you have know, got another card that's tied to your account and you want to get notified that, you know, maybe, maybe you're great with mm-hmm. the card being used, but you want to make sure you know how much has been used for for budgeting purposes. So it's a really powerful tool because it it gives you a lot of information and a lot of control. Like I said, we just just relaunched that. So it's a brand new, brand new uh, standalone app. There's information about that on our website. Of course, you do have to be a coastal member to use it. So Mm -hmm. a little little bit of a a complication (laughs) there for your non-coastal members, but... That can I know be you've easily talked fixed, us up right? so many times. <laughs> that can be easily fixed if they sign up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I know you talk us up so much that I'm, I'm hoping a large portion of your viewership or our <laughs> listenership is uh, as coastal members. But there are there are control tools like this available from other institutions as well. So, you know, hopefully, if you know people 
mm-hmm. aren't with us. They're not a coastal member. They at least know enough to look back to their institution and say, hey, does my does my credit card or does my debit card have this feature? Um, and if so, how do I how do I get that? How do I use it? Because again, it's the, the most important tool mm-hmm. you're going to have is the one that you control yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And I do also agree with you is you should feel wherever your banking options with, whether it's credit union or elsewhere, it should feel like a partner. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to share a few key takeaways I got as I was putting together this episode. The first one is prepare yourself now. It is not a matter of if, but when. It's critical that we all become more vigilant and proactive with protecting our identities and finances. There's several steps that we can take, including my second takeaway. Don't reuse your passwords. As we discussed, The way things are now, even if you do a good job on your side, data breaches can happen. So please mix and change up your passwords because if a data breach happens, they don't have access to other accounts. Finally, become familiar with tools and options available to you. I love that Coastal has redone CardNav, giving it more features, but like Joe mentioned, if you bank somewhere else, it's good to become familiar with whatever services they offer. Some of these tools can be free or low cost, but they can definitely be a huge help. Unfortunately, fraud, data breaches, and identity theft aren't going to be going away in the near future. If you want to discuss this more, ask questions, swap ideas, maybe come up with a strategy that you can implement this week to protect your finances, don't forget to join us in the Thriving Families group on Facebook. It's free and it's private. We swap ideas and tips because our goal is to help one another out with our family and financial goals. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash FB. We'd love to see you there. Special thanks to Joe for being a part of this episode. Don't forget, if you're in the Raleigh-Durham area here in North Carolina and you're looking for a better banking option, our sponsor Coastal has got you covered. They have competitive rates on check-in and savings so that your money is working for you. Find out how at bankbetter.org. As always, I'll have links to resources we mentioned in the show notes, plus more, so you can better protect your hard-earned money. And next week on the podcast, we're talking about the art of being frugal. To some, it means cheap, but when you really dig into it, it's about optimizing what you have. We'll go over how you can live well while spending less by examining three key areas, food, travel, and tech. You don't want to miss out on that episode. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. We're on Apple, Spotify, Overcast, You get the idea. Where you prefer to listen to podcasts, we're there. Our theme song is from Staircases, additional music by various artists from audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. These episodes are based on our conversations through the Thriving Families group, social media, and through email. 
I really appreciate you taking the time to share your stories, questions, and ideas for these episodes. And if you want to help out with future ones, please be a part of our community. It's free. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.